0: Welcome to Thought for the Week, drawing together a series of individual reflections broadcast over five weekdays here on Manx Radio. Reverend Richard Hall is leader of the Methodist Church on the Isle of Man. He's been taking a closer look at the Bible's ancient book of Proverbs and finding some modern-day wisdom there. The Old Testament contains a book called Proverbs. This is a collection of wise sayings, attributed to various people and collected over a long period of time. Some of it certainly dates back to the reign of King Solomon in Jerusalem a thousand years before the birth of Jesus, which makes it over 3,000 years old. Many of these ancient phrases are still current in our day and their wisdom often still holds true. For this week's Thought for the Day, I've picked out some of them. So first then, from Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18, Pride Goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. You might be more familiar with the phrase, pride comes before a fall. But in this version, it's worded slightly differently, and the consequence of pride is not just ending up appearing foolish, as we might see it today, but destruction. When everything is going well, it seems like nothing will ever get in our way, then that's the time to stop and take stock. Taking our good fortune for granted and believing that it will always be that way can leave us open to some nasty shocks. Jesus tells a story about a man who built bigger barns to store his wealth of crops, only to find that he was living on borrowed time and would not get to eat, drink and be merry. I guess the message of the proverb is to treat each day as a gift and live it well with humility and gratitude. Proverbs 15, verse 1. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Have you ever bitten your tongue, actually, or figuratively? Physically biting your own tongue can be excruciatingly painful, but generally it heals very quickly. There are occasions when a word or phrase slips out which can be equally painful, both to the one who speaks it and the one who hears it and the pain can be very long-lived. Counting to ten, engaging brain before operating mouth and other apt phrases which come to mind still don't always stop us from uttering the harsh word which stirs up anger. But in the end, anger eats us up from the inside out and leaves us exhausted. For our own sake, we need to find gentle ways of expressing what is inside us. In Matthew's Gospel, Jesus says this, It's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out. He said it in answer to a question about what people should eat. But the truth is that our words show up who we are and how we are. We may set out to do harm to someone else by our angry words, but in the end it's ourselves we harm, for anger eats us up from the inside out. Turning the other cheek, as Jesus suggested, disarms our opponents and leaves us with a sense of control and well-being. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 The tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. You are what you eat, so says the publicity which encourages to have our 5 or is it now 7 a day. What we eat stays with us for just a few days and we extract what's good and reject what is of no use. But other things which we internalise can stay with us for much longer and it's not so easy to expel the damaging bits. If you've ever been encouraged by someone's words then you'll know what a hugely affirming experience it can be and how some things that are said to us give us life and stay with us for many years. It is, however, equally true that negative words can leave us damaged and affect the whole of our lives. The tongue is a powerful instrument. It's capable of achieving great good and causing great harm. The proverb talks about loving the tongue. I guess we all know those who love the sound of their own voice. And there is real wisdom in the reminder that we have two ears and one mouth for a good reason. The book of James in the New Testament gives this advice. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Good advice indeed. We all love to tell a good story, but sometimes it's far more important to let the other person tell theirs. Proverbs 22, verse 1. A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. If that's true, how do you go about getting a good name for yourself? You can try to please everyone, but that's a good way to tie yourself in knots. You can busy yourself gathering friends, but the young man in the story of the Good Samaritan found that that doesn't always work. In the end it's just about being the best version of yourself that you can manage. We can't all be clever in the way that the world measures such things, or successful in the world's terms, but we can be authentic versions of ourselves. In the same place that Jesus talks about loving your enemies, he also gives this advice. Let your yes be yes, and your no be no. Who you are is God's gift to you. What you do with that is your gift to your family, your friends, your work colleagues, and ultimately to God. The young man asked what he wanted to be when he grew up, replied, I want to be a millionaire. A wise aunt advised him, do the best you can in everything you do, and be the best version of yourself in every situation, and leave the rest to God. She could have added, and if you do achieve great wealth, make sure you use that for God as well. Proverbs chapter 30 verse 33. For as churning cream produces butter, and as twisting the nose produces blood, so stirring up anger produces strife. Actions have consequences, is I guess the message of this final proverb in this week's Thought for the Day. We shouldn't be surprised then when this proves to be true. After all, it is ancient wisdom, and in many ways, That's the best kind, because it's stood the test of time. Sadly, in our time we've seen many people, who should know better, stirring up strife by their use of angry words. And whether you're a world leader or just an ordinary person going about your daily business, the power of words is huge. They can build up, but they can also destroy, and need to be chosen carefully to suit each occasion. Jesus instructed us to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. It goes against human nature, but it has the power to transform us and the whole world, if only we would give it a go. Instead of looking out for ourselves and feeling wounded when our pride takes a knock, we could try turning it round by seeking to understand the other person's point of view. Just as stirring up anger produces strife, so offering a helping hand and reacting positively even when others don't is the way to change the world. The old wisdom of an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth will inevitably result in a world where everyone is blind and toothless. Jesus points us in a different direction. The Nation Station,